Welcome to another episode of Read the Room on the No Filter Network. Welcome to a, another episode of Read the Room, Mr. Gula. Pleasure to see you again with Hello. your Arizona Hello. tan that you got going there, pal. I'll tell you what, it's uh, it was amazing to get to Arizona where you see free America, you see great America, you see a lot of sky, you don't see any kind of nonsense. And people that actually love America. And you know what you see first is when you get on the airplane, you see real Americans. You see what they're dressed like, what they talk like, what they what they're wearing, and it's so opposite of this kind of buttoned up lame ass town of DC. Um, I know you a little bubble, a, lot. a little, a little, a little, little, a little bubble, um, but it was great. It was great to get to Arizona because there, I think, I think it kind of goes right into kind of what 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 we want to talk about today. Um, I know we have a ton to talk about as it relates to this terrible shooting again. But I first wanted to kind of start and ask you the, the questions kind of about a, a new poll came out. And I know you travel a lot. And the new poll came out that says traditional values, patriotism, American values are on a decline. Um, what are your feelings about that? I mean, what, what, what the hell is going on? Well, you know, I and I saw that poll and I looked at when they began the timeline, which was, you know, the 70s forward, right? <laughs> Um, and when you think about the, the reelect of Nixon in 72, right, which coined the phrase, the silent majority, and right. they came out and voted for him. And, and he, uh, of course crushed his Democrat opponent, uh, who was a liberal, but a little bit of a leftist liberal, but not as wacko as we have today. And right. so we had right. those anchored values of character of, of God, of faith, of uh, patriotism, uh, well anchored in society. And unfortunately, the, um, pardon me? We were proud of. Americans are Correct. Proud. Correct. Unfortunately, we've allowed that to become denigrated in everything from our media to other um, cultural areas that we have an appetite for. I'm being general, you know, just uh, in the interest of time, but to also to answer the question, do I agree with that? No. Um, do I do I believe that that poll accurately reflects that only 38% of people have faith yeah, garbage. or what have you? No, of course I don't. Garbage, garbage, no, garbage. Again, how did they how did they pose the question? Who did they talk to? Where in the country? You know, they talked to a bunch of people it's, from New Jersey or Vermont or New York, you know, they completely forget California. about Wyoming and North Dakota and Arizona, you know, that kind of thing. So, no, I don't believe that. Do I believe there's a problem? Yes, I do. And unfortunately, um, it reared its nasty head yesterday at 1013 a.m. Central Time in mm -hmm. Nashville, mm -hmm. Tennessee. Mm hmm. That is, um, it seems to be a new, it's a, it's a, it's a trend and it's, it's not so much of a loss, I believe of an identity. Cause I don't think America's lost their identity. You might, you might disagree, but I don't think we've lost our identity. I think no. we've lost our rational thought as a country. I think we've lost the idea that anybody that doesn't agree with a Democrat party or the, um, misgender of people, um, has been the cause of people tilting away from our quote identity problem but do you think we still have a, a national identity or do you think it's it's drastically declining quickly 
I don't agree that it's drastically declining uh, quickly at all. I do believe that um, Americans are proud to identify as. Uh, I will say that technology, um, uh, social media in particular, allows you to not yell at your radio or television to inanimate yep. objects. Now right. you can do right. it live on a broadcast. Correct. Live. Right? Um, you- we're, we're having a discussion uh, about topics, um, you know, weekly, biweekly on this show about things that we care about. And we also hope other people do as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so that constant use of, you know, anger channeling that some people can use is also for indoctrination purposes too. Right. Um, I, th- I, th- I mean, I think Hitler saying- indoctrinated a complete, uh, an entire nation over the radio. Well, every every fascist country is doing that and has done that. And I think what a theme that we discuss week in and week out that we're finding since the last six weeks that we've been talking is a a, a massive increase of political and social manipulation of yes. of what we believe, what they want us to believe is reality, what they want us to believe is normal and accepted. When in reality, it's not. Period. It is not except across this country. And that's what we've seen. It's the political and social manipulation. And we could go back, we could start right into the subject of what you were just discuss, discussing was the disgusting shooting that happened in Nashville, Tennessee yesterday. And what the media will not report. And what will the media not report, Mr. Mark Smith? Well, I mean, ABC News, which is owned by Disney, yesterday uh, left no time uh, uh, unyielded to their hyperbole when they suggested that um, there were um, no laws in place to prevent this individual from doing what she did. Okay. And so that kind of hyperbole, and of course, you know, that's just the mainstream media searching for an alternative narrative uh, to blame someone, um, which they, they aren't finding. So instead of having the courage to look in the mirror and go, you know what, we messed up, right? They're not going to do that. They're gonna they're gonna look for alternative messaging. I saw the um, live interview of the police chief, uh, Chief Drake, uh, about forty five minutes ago, um, and one reporter said, "Is there a law in the state that would have prevented it?" They wanted to go to red flag laws. Red flag laws do not effectively uh, stop people from doing what this person did yesterday. Period. 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 That is a misnomer. A very good friend of mine in Indiana helped draft their red flag laws, and he has admitted that to me on a number of occasions. They're a reactive component, not a proactive component. That's, that's exactly right. But one of the biggest things these people didn't mention, and let's talk about the last three shootings that have happened, Colorado Springs, four. Colorado Springs, Denver, Aberdeen, and Nashville. Who has committed these crimes? Transgender people. And am I attacking transgender people? Absolutely. Because they have a complete mental illness that needs to be addressed, and we need to stop hiding around that fact. 
period. So if you have a mental illness, thinking that you are a man or a woman, or you can have a baby as a man, you are mentally insane, period. Mentally insane. I, I cannot disagree uh, with that for the most part. I mean, undiagnosed mental illness is dangerous. And indoctrinating people to believe they can be whomever they want to be, whenever they want to be, and believe something different from reality is dangerous. It's toxic, and it unfortunately allows them then to carry out these this pure evil fantasy that this young lady carried out. Fantasy. It's a fantasy. Who lost her identity. Uh, she clearly uh, has loss of faith. I mean, she was going to a Christian uh, private school, for crying out loud, and she had undiagnosed mental illness that fomented in this evil, and it's just a tragedy. Here's the problem that they don't want to discuss. They don't want to blame the guns, okay? But you have to be mentally insane, insane to walk into a school and kill people. Insane. So how is that not discussed? Normal people, rational thought people don't do this. Hence, you're insane. Hence, you need to get help. And that's what America is afraid to talk about. <clears throat> What's your take on that? Um, I think that you're correct in, in, in that assertion. But I think also, unfortunately, um, because regular people are living their life, they're not focused on what is transgenderism? How did a person get there? What are the antecedents that brought that individual to that place? Um, I'll, you know, I'll go back um, 50 years. I can go back 60 years into the 60s when um, certain celebrities dressed like women, right? Sure, sure. I can go back to the 50s when um, uh, the late 70s into the, yeah, pretty much the late 70s, uh, the New York Dolls, all a bunch of dudes who were into uh, being transvestites were also That's a rock and roll band, okay? So right. small right. cult, small subculture, etc. and this uh, RuPaul individual who mm -hmm. has now been blown right. up. I mean, they've had, they've had people dressing up like, like chicks for, for decades, right? You sure. go all the way back to Gilbert and Sullivan in the UK and, or Hasty Pudding at, uh, at Harvard, uh, and they did that as, as vaudeville, right? But what we've done is we've taken it to a drastically dangerous level and told people, you can be anything you want to be, and that is not reality. And you cannot Correct. escape your biological sex, period. So I don't think and, people really understand it, Mike. And I think that's one thing that we need to be talking about is helping people do that. And I don't think that people are understanding where this is going, where yep. society and, and, the government, and the government is saying, you are now compelled. You are compelled to now live a life like us where we, are, we have no choice but to accept their mental illness reality. We are compelled, no matter what. We are offending them. Well, how about the offense to me? The offense to me that I have to live in that fake BS reality. I'm offended by it. 
I'm offended that everything I've ever learned in school that proves you're a man, that proves you're a girl, and you're not trying to throw that out the window. I'm offended. So they want to be offended. I'm offended. Yeah, and I I want to I want to talk about the political manipulation in a second. But when you when you have a deputy assistant secretary of health and human services that is a dude, okay, Rachel Levine, right? That's a guy, uh, paraded around like uh, he is a she when he is not. That's dangerous. That sends Correct. the wrong message repeatedly. Correct. Now Correct. again. We'll set aside for a moment the the political manipulation of that uh, just temporarily. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you're sending that message of normalization and the president of the United States does a, uh, an interview with a dude dressed up like a chick, you're Asinine. doing it again. Right? And so unless and until Democrats decide to own this problem, you cannot uh, provide them any credibility on this issue whatsoever. And we have to call them out on that and bring them to the center and ask them to what, talk with their what, constituents about that, not what, just make uh, hyperbolic what, speeches. Whatever happened to feminism in this country? Whatever no, happened to feminism? It's been dead for 15 years. But you know, you, know where, you know where you still have feminism? You still have it in Ukraine. Because guess who got shipped out of the country? Women. Rightfully mm -hmm. so. And who's fighting? Men. So when, right. it, when it comes to shooting and killing people, guess how many women are going to bullshit and say they're a man? None of them. They will turn back to being a woman real effing fast. So right. that's, that's right. the irony of all this nonsense. You want to have a draft? Fine. Woman who wants to be a man, get your ass on the front line with the rest of the men. And that's where I think that the irony is here is that people want to be whoever they want to be until the shit hits the fan and then they're yeah. back to their traditional sex that this that exists again this goes back to being offended you spent a lot of money you spent a lot of time in school learning facts now we're supposed to throw those facts out the window yeah right or am i wrong well you're you're right and and i you know i find it interesting and i will also find it even more interesting when some of these uh former fbi and and uh law enforcement profilers continue to lay out how a person can go from being a girl to making specific questions about where they are and their gender and so forth to getting all the way to the point where this person got yesterday fomenting all this evil, destroying so many lives because this propaganda was fed to her. And, and that's the, those are the kind of things that I think we can learn from. And then as lawmakers, uh, we have to get them to move to the middle, use these facts, use this data, and, and make sure that that messaging is getting out there that, yes, transgenderism is real. Yes, it's it real. It's real to such a small percentage. You're well, talking yes. zero, zero, yes. zero, one percent of this country. I, I get that. I, I get that. It's like, it's like being a botanist that you know focuses on the smallest minutia of uh, of uh, you know it's crazy of nature crazy. and saying, well, that's the majority opinion. Of course it is. We know that, right? We we know that. But my point is is 
we need to be able to explain it so that it can fit in a category that's consistent with uh, normal social behavior, normal social interactions, um, and people recognize it and see it for what it is and go, got it, understand that, instead of so, pushing the, people to a certain extent that they act out violence and evil, because that's what that's what this young lady did. Well, and, and, and here's the problem. And you leave her no choice but to do that. That's not an excuse. It's you push her into this mental uh, um, uh, state that that this is the end result. Right, because if you're willing to change genders, there's there is something wrong mentally with you. I don't, you're not born this way. The, the 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 percent of people that are born this way is so it's it's off it's it's off the radar. So if you are trying to do this treatment and mutilate yourself, there's something wrong with you that needs to be addressed. Talk about mental illness needs to be discussed in this country. Yes. Well, um, think about it this way, and you know, you know my background in in behavioral health and addiction and so forth as well as in the criminal justice space and um when you are a 10 year old an 11 year old a 12 year old female and your hormones are developing and your physical appearance is changing um my wife always says that boys are six years behind girls so when you're 18 year old boy, you're really only 12 years old. Uh, makes sense. She's in healthcare, and so I trust her opinion. But my point is, is all of these changes are going on, and so there's a lot of question marks over the top of the head of these kids, and so they go into social media and they see all these influences, and it's pushing um, points of view on them, no different than a television commercial. Uh, with sugary cereals and, you know, people worry about uh, those messaging and, and other things. And, and that reality starts to set in. And then they get to 14, 15, and 16, mm-hmm. and they have some degree of freedom being able to transport themselves in a car or go, go stay overnight and engage in other activities then you get them into their 18 and 20 year olds and that behavior and that mentality is set in and you look at these four or five individuals that are trans uh gender killers uh the title of the show today on the no filter network that's a real problem there's a problem real real problem it's a it's going to be we have to focus on it and it's not going to be It's going to continue to be a problem until the news media is able to recognize that there is a mental health issue, that transgender people need help, mental illness needs to be supported, and at least identified. Let's just start there. Let's just start with the news media saying it's a transgender person. It's it's just like when when the Christian kids got mowed down, I believe it was Wisconsin over, over Christmas. You had to read the entire article to realize that it was an African-American Muslim or just an African-American. They will not state the no, facts. They won't, they they won't, won't state the no, facts. They won't, they won't admit it. They won't. And, and it's not being racist. Well, fortunately, again, through social media and other uh, news outlets like right here on No Filter, we can get to people to explain what's really going on and illustrate those facts. Because you're right, they didn't. Uh, they didn't even tell you it was a. They didn't even tell you it was a guy. 
until well into the first article, and and right. then you right. never saw his picture. You never saw the maroon SUV he used uh, after about maybe one, maybe two news cycles until he acted up in court and the judge had to have him restrained and thrown out. And that was a year later. I mean, who are these people playing to? The hard, hardcore liberals? Because I think the independents do not believe these crazy ass Democrats who are participating in this lie. So the independents do not. not. They might be more inclusive quote for other issues but it ain't trying to teach their children about transgender and it's being okay to switch sexes they're not okay with that period i don't believe it no they're not so this so i don't i think republicans need to just focus on this issue about mental illness and protecting our children because kind of what you said offline to me is that our children are being used as pawns so why don't you talk a little bit about that, what, what, what you meant by that as it relates to school, non-school. Talk about, I want your opinion on kids being used as pawns in this entire scenario that we're seeing. So I think that removing God and faith out of the schools uh, has been a big mistake. And it has um, taken away a foundation for uh, people, families, children to understand that there is a foundational necessity of believing in a higher power and a, and a spirit that is bigger and greater than you as a human being. Yes. And that requires you to think. It requires you to think more about someone or something more than yourself, but then also for you to think about your fellow man or friend on the schoolyard and humanize that individual instead of dehumanize them, right? It, 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 I totally agree. And you know what? Even if you don't believe in God, even if you don't have any kind of faith, we have a support group in this country for every single illness, whether it's drinking, gambling, mm-hmm. sex, everything. There is a support group. There needs to be support groups for these people. And right. again, I will say this clearly. I don't give a shit if you're transgender. Just don't throw it down my kid's throat. Period. Don't throw right. it at me. And I don't care if right. you're I don't care if you're a complete whack job, but don't think that is appropriate to talk to my children about. So how well, do we get this out of school? Yeah, that gets to my next point, which is the removal of all transgender indoctrinations from teachers, politicians. Hollywood and the understanding of what transgenderism is, okay, and what it means. I mean, the mental anguish that someone must go through to switch their identity has never been talked about in any meaningful way. Correct. In media, in film, in culture, uh, at all. It is one thing. let Let me just say this. Bruce Jenner was a hero of mine. I ran track and field before I, you know, broke my ankle and 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 all that kind of stuff. Uh, Frank Shorter was also a hero of mine, um, uh, along with other sports figures mm-hmm. as I was growing mm-hmm. up. And so I still see Bruce Jenner as the guy in the Wheaties box and the guy in the '76 Olympics and the '80 Olympics and so forth, right? And what 
what he needs to do is sit down and do one of these little documentaries that explains what he went through so other people Correct. can understand it in a meaningful way without hyperbole uh, uh, and without an agenda, which he's pretty good at doing. Um, but that has not been done yet by any credible source. And you, and you see he's kind of stayed away from this. He stayed away from talking about this. Yeah, topic. I haven't seen him pop up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's what's important. You, what we have to get back to, if we want to get this out of schools, um, is is more parent involvement. And by parent involvement, I mean yeah. asking your children. My kids go to a very conservative school, but you know what I ask them all the time? Are you guys talking about boys? And you're talking about girls? You're talking about sex? You and I was like, I want to know. I'm not mad at you, but has that ever been brought up? And it's probably I I ask them about once a week. Am I afraid they're going to do it at my kid's school? No, but I at least will ask the question if they're talking right. about boys and girls in school, period. And that's what more parents have to do. And But I think what you were saying is right. There is a difference between waking up one day and saying, you know what, I, I feel like a girl. And there's another level to go in mutilating your body. That's a whole other 100%. level. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think that's what needs to be the forefront you want to you want to say you're a tiger fine you want to say you're a girl and i'm a boy fine but when you start taking hormones without your parents consent when you're 10 years right. old that's a problem and then that is a and then your schools your schools um allow you to identify as another biological being like a cat and provide a kitty litter box for you to go to the bathroom in that yeah. is insane. And, okay. and that's what's happening. That's, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. I, 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 don't he, get, I don't want to get too far off on, on those singular examples, but I am telling you that that undermines the stability of the mental health of a child. It underlines the, uh, it, it undermines the uh, um, health and safety of society that we give to children and protecting them the way we do the elderly. Uh, and it completely results, unfortunately, into an incident uh, of evil like yesterday in Nashville. Right. And, you and, will I, and, and I think, Mike, we should level with kids, man. There's there's nothing wrong with telling children the truth. However Never. easy, wow. difficult or hard it is to hear it because they want it. They look to us exactly for that reason. I, I have this game I play. Ask me anything. Ask me anything, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell you the mm -hmm. truth. Yep. Luckily, my nine and seven year old haven't gone too drastically far as it relates to that game. <laughs> right. But, but ask, ask, yeah. ask me, ask me anything. I think parents need to do more of that, um, especially when they are confused and, they're, and, and they need that kind of direction. Because um, that, 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 that is a national discussion. Instead of talking about gun control, we need to talk oh, about please. mental health control. It is absolutely, and that doesn't get us anywhere. Clearly, it doesn't get us anywhere. But talking about mental health could get you somewhere. And these people that, quote, change genders because they don't fit in, well, guess what? You're going to fit in even less changing your gender in high school. Fit in even right. less. Right. And, but you can find a community on social media where you can fit in, which is an alternative reality, which takes you away from society, which dehumanizes you uh, toward other individuals, and subsequently an evil act like uh, yesterday at uh, this Christian school in Nashville occur. You know, there's a there's a minimum of about 
two billion unused dollars at Health and Human Services for COVID. There's about another billion plus in Biden's fiscal 24 budget he just dropped a few weeks ago that could be better utilized in funding mental health services in every community in all 3,300 counties in this country uh, with the snap of a finger because that infrastructure exists. But we don't have the political will uh, in a bipartisan way to go after it. And that's that's part of the problem. And I'll tell you, I, I will blame some of the Republicans, the majority of Republicans for not making this a bigger issue. Because like you said, this wasted money. You Everybody says, oh, they need to have armed guards. It would be very simple to have armed guards in every private and public school if you don't send $100 billion to Ukraine. Period. Right. You, you can you can fund this. People would be signing up to be armed guards, but we right. chose to send a hundred billion dollars instead of spending. I mean, how much money could it possibly cost? Well, a billion put it dollars? this way, and you you know you've been on the hill a while. You know legislation too. Um, uh, if you put a clean bill together that took existing cash and and put uh, put this into K through twelve schools along with community uh, engagement. You know, we have here in Virginia, you know, uh, uh, community associations out of the state government in, in every county, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever vehicle relationship you might want to use that's serious, you, you could pass a clean bill and fund these things. But <laughs> like immigration, like uh like the border uh like even ukraine to some extent um political differences come get in the way of of these solutions but, but do and we you have a responsibility to put those solutions in place do you think do you think the democrats don't want that solution so they could keep hammering away at the gun lobby and gun issue in this country 100 percent because they, they that, that, that allows them to avoid focusing on the problem that that they have supported that subsequently went off the rails three now four times, right? And that's going to continue to happen, uh, God forbid, but we know it is, and taking responsibility for it. If we can protect, truly, if we can protect every passenger on every airline that flies every single day, you can't tell me you can't find guards with money to be in right. Every oh, single of course school. you can. Retired cops or or whatever. Anybody. But look, it takes, man, it takes one mean, gun. It takes one person. We, one person. We um we put a man on the moon, right? We one we created World Wars. we created um artificial intelligence software that allows you to take a rocket, fly it up, drop off a payload, whether it's humans or whatever, and then take that same rocket and bring it back down to the same launch pad uh, in reverse the same day. Okay? Don't tell me we don't have the intellectual capability to solve a problem like this with behavioral health. Of course we do. We have too many, we have too many politicians getting in the way, both sides of the aisle, uh, uh, that are a pain in the ass because they take a partisan approach to this. I'll give you one example on a different topic. Governor Holcomb from Indiana and uh, Spencer Cox, the governor of Utah, wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post the other day 
specifically about using immigrant labor to solve their state's individual problems with labor shortages mm -hmm. in jobs that uh, Indiana and Utah residents don't want to take, right? Of course. I've been, I've, I've been watching the Senate Judiciary hearing uh, with Mayorkas. Hang on, I'm going to lose my belly whenever I say his name uh, today. And so that came up. And then tomorrow I've got to be on the Hill all day with this crap with him and two separate committees. And uh, so I get to hear him three, uh, three times in two days. Like, I'm so sorry about it. Lie about it. But they came up with a solution as state leaders and said, we want the federal government to get out of the way and let us do what we know is best uh, for our constituents and our state. And that's the kind of leadership you have to have. So I always look to governors as being leaders um, anyway, because they're the CEOs of their state. But if we don't do that, we're just going to be in this same circular miasma uh, arguing at one another and more children are going to die. Period. Period. And, and why can't we try something different? The gun laws do not deter people from, no. from killing people. So why don't we try <laughs> mental illness protection? Yeah. Period. Why don't we try a guard? Why don't we try not giving a hundred billion dollars to a war that is basically money laundering? And well, you're just harping on that today. I love it. I, I love it. I love well, it. Well, let me, let me tell you something. Um, in this in this young lady's um, manifesto, um, she had two locations. The first location she decided not to go to because there was a security officer there. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i.e. a harder mm -hmm. target to penetrate mm -hmm. so she went to the soft target which was the christian school no guard of course we of know course. sro uh, school resource officers we know they work we know deterrence work in law enforcement and criminology and all you got to do is look around the country to see how much more crime there is because they've relaxed prosecutions right yep so deterrence work we know that Clean bill, use of best practices, common sense. solve the problem, common sense. Boom. Done. Done. That's but it. again, it but again, where we get screwed is the political and social media manipulation that's out there. They don't mm -hmm. want to acknowledge this, which is actually mind blowing. It's mind blowing to me why they want to acknowledge it. Because it's not doing anybody any favors. It's not doing anybody any favors. So, how do how do we? I mean, is this what what can we do in the schools? I, mean, I, I remember growing up and having sex ed. Great, I think it's necessary at the appropriate age. Do we need mm -hmm. a mental health class like we had for sex ed? Do we need to talk about mental health? Is that possible? What do you think about that? How do you fix this in the schools, or at least how well, do you fix? Yeah. Again, you know, colleagues that I've worked with for years, both uh, directly in mental health organizations, both uh, inside and outside of correctional health uh, and behavioral health, we've we've talked a lot about this uh, over the years. And this is whether it's juveniles or it's adults. Um, starting early, starting in kindergarten, and being able to evaluate, not evaluate through the lens of a political agenda, but evaluate a child's um, uh, mental health 
status mm -hmm. or as my british friends say status <laughs> doing that uh well, k I'm through sorry. six um um seven through 12 is there again their bodies are changing their their mind is developing etc and then as they as they go out into college so we we have that it's called a continuum of care uh in some applications um we we need to be able to do that um within school systems with parental uh involvement and without obstruction of political agenda right correct, correct. that has to be done very much like we get a injection for the flu or we feel ill we go to the doctor we don't yep. have to check with our with our congressman before we make a correct or doctor school. appointment right or school yep, yep. common yep. sense yep. Common that's, sense. The way, and that's, that's the way you do it and there are best practices that exist today that can allow us to do that in all application uh as people progress through but, life these people have taken hostage of the media in what is being reported. They've taken hostage of what people think is reality. And yeah, I, you know, I'm with you on that. And, and it's an unfortunate reality that the folks who have taken this issue hostage um, continue to literally just live in that small corner and, and look at that as an opportunity to just seize uh, and illustrate their point of view, seize the spotlight, illustrate their point of view, and then you end up, again, with a, uh, with a Nashville or these other incidents with transgender kids because you have basically ignored the trauma that they're going through through their life in trying to change their identity mike i mean my god that is that is not like it's putting on a pair of tennis shoes that's uh, that is difficult stuff it, it's it's but it's real it's 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 real um it's a real problem Very you need to get so. it fixed it is it, it is fixable though that's the thing it is fixable we're it just is. choosing not to fix it it's yeah, fixable it is and even if look you're you're not going to get it down to zero that's a fact you're not going to get this down to zero no. but you're going to get it down a little bit you're going to get it down to some and that right now let's take an inch let's take a foot we're not going to get it to a mile let's just take what we can get and help some people because that's what this is all about it's not about being anti anything it's about getting people help and what we it, it, i'm not saying i know the best interest for them but i sure as hell know it's not in their best interest to think they're a girl when they were born with you know what period well so. again you can't escape your biological sex regardless of what you do right and and yep, you know you've you heard can. me say this before i mean if if we don't address these problems and others that we've talked about uh in a straightforward um uh neutral way right no partisanship we're not going to solve this problem but we have responsibilities to solve this problem both at the legislative side uh cultural societal etc and and we have to do that 
we don't have any other choice. Right, and it kind of goes back to what we originally talked about, traditional values. What, what kind of values do these, are, are, are we, are this media trying to portray a value system that you can be anything you want? Well, in terms of air quotes, traditional values, right? Um, my view on that is people will bring uh, their values forward that they are most comfortable with, right? Uh, that isn't to dodge your question, but it's more, it's also more about uh, looking at how you approach a difficult situation. The uh, young man that identified as a transgender woman in Denver that shot people up and killed them, the young lady yesterday, those two individuals came to whatever their realization is about their gender, different ways. I'm sure there are similarities. I'm sure you can profile them and get specific detail. But at the same time, you have to look at uh, what are those circumstances? How do you mitigate those circumstances? Right. And how do you address them before they get to a point of hyping a social media there's a lot to learn from in the material that I've provided you that has been reported. There's a lot to learn from in how do you interdict well before someone at um, 9.53 a.m. Central Time yesterday mm -hmm. uh, sends out a, uh, a message, it looked like on Twitter, uh, saying, this is it, you're going to hear about me uh, in the news, et cetera, et cetera, I'm going to die today in the ensuing 20 minutes or yes 20 minutes before 10 13 a.m central uh that she pulled the trigger for the first time and i want to remind my gun control advocate uh friends out there that a semi-automatic weapon you have to pull the trigger each time to fire off a round people don't like so to use it. you it's not an assault weapon it's not a because nobody knows what the hell that is. That's just a made-up term, uh, a weapon of war, air quotes. But I won't get off on that, even though it's ludicrous. But we've got to be able to interdict uh, uh, well before then. Um, and we can learn a lot from it in this aftermath. Correct. And we hope. I hope so. I hope so. And because we... It's not just about protecting people. It's just not about protecting yes. kids in school. It's about protecting people with a mental illness that has existed since the dawn of time. Yeah. People are people have a mental illness that, that don't want to shoot up people, but they're getting help. They're getting treatment. Hence why we have counselors and psychiatrists. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. if we didn't have those people, people would be even more mentally insane. So let's yeah. not disregard that profession of helping millions of people. So if they're helping people that don't want to go shoot up schools, maybe we should talk to people that want to mutilate their bodies because that's causing them to be insane. And it's now a track record of the mass shootings that are going on in this country. Well, I want to, I want to tell you something. I, uh, I, I learned something today that I didn't know. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you an image here real quick. Um, because I'm not always successful in showing it to you on the shared screen. 
I got you. You see that, young I man? Do. That's you see what it says on his T-shirt. Follow something, not others. Follow God, Follow God not Follow others. Follow God, not others. You know whose son that is? No. LeBron James. Oh, thank God, because he's a whack job. That kid's great. I love him. Good for well, him. Good here's for here's his brother. They Good. were at a they were at the Jam Fest, um, uh, you know, competing, and so the younger brother in the in red was doing all the activity, but he was using his other brother as a prop, and it was really cool how they were how they were doing it. Um, with all the hype of what people have heard and believe uh, about LeBron James. That kid whose life is a hell of a lot different than kids who are black on the south side of Chicago or the south side of Los Angeles, because they live in Chatsworth, mm-hmm. right, up in mm-hmm. the hills uh, in a, you know, multi-gazillion dollar home versus, you know, Boyle Heights in L.A., Correct. Correct. which is not the nicest place on the planet, uh, but probably filled with good people and some bad. Um He's decided to take a path that is not unlike many others. And so I applaud him for that. I applaud his parents for that, too. I like it. You're right. You're right? right. You're right. And because he's LeBron James's kid and so on and so forth, the media hype around it, that's going to get seen and socialized. Let's hope. And, And that is something that his father and his mother need to continue to promote and allow this young man to follow that journey um, and, we need and more influence that. others we need more too. That. We need more of that. People at that, that stature of that media reach, we need more of that. And they need well, I sent that to my, my friend, uh, Jack Brewer, uh, who I'm very close to, and he teaches you know um, courses for kids as well as adults inside and out of prisons, but also is a coach with his American Heroes program, whose um, uh, gala we're going to go to at the end of the month next month, which is Second Chance Month, which is April, um, baseball team, football, nice. etc. Right, getting kids involved in other things than being on the street and only thinking about themselves. Love it. Right. What needs to happen? Using faith, but also using sports as a vehicle. Right. It's just giving them an option. It's not shoving it down people's throats. And that's all we want. Just 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 give people a support group. Give get put them around positive people. And that's kind of what, what it sounds like he's doing, which is what we need more in this country. He he uh, is. Positive. And uh, you know, I watched a, a documentary last night on Reggie Jackson that was on and um, you know, I grew up with him watched him play, loved him, um, but also understood that he came up and out of um, the, uh, the 60s. He's, he's about 12 years older than I am, um, like, one, like one of my sisters is, that had a very difficult time uh, because of the Jim Crow South, you know, mm-hmm. fomented by hatred of black people disproportionately through, unfortunately, the Democrat Party, which they mm. never want to admit facts. to because they're spineless. Facts, facts. Oh, uh, yeah. Fa- yeah. Yeah. Facts are stubborn things, right? You know, yeah. and God we trust, all others must bring data, That's is my right. motto, right? <laughs> like, I'm you know that. 
And yeah. and so, uh, well, that's Dr. Edward Deming, uh, who's a marvelous economist that I've followed since I was a kid. But um, the point is, is that he still has some of that with him, how they were treated, how he had to stay on the bus when they were in, in the South. And Raleigh Fingers, uh, his teammate for the Oakland A's, uh, farm team as they both came up and went to the show uh, later, uh, they had to bring him out food out to the bus because they wouldn't mm. let him sit down. Jesus. Right? He had to bunk in with them on the couch, and you had folks in Mississippi uh, threatening to burn down the house he's in uh, because they had a black guy in there. Of course. Right? Now, 60 years later, a lot of that's changed. But having having watched someone with his prowess then be able to be a role model for so many others, and he is still in baseball today, he works as a special advisor to the Houston Astros now, um, is amazing because he's touched so many lives. Yep. We, need we need more of that. That's and that's, right. of course, what Jack is doing because he was a, you know an NFL superstar etc but um we need to do more of that mike we've got to do more of this stuff and again it's not hard it's not hard to do no hard to do it's not takes time common sense uh and and provide to the next generation uh an alternative to whatever it is they're going through we have we have a moral responsibility to help these children without a doubt especially the young ones because that's where it gets planted in their brain Mm-hmm. The young ones that we cannot yeah. forget. So, with that, I think we've covered a lot of great stuff. I think we had a great discussion on what we again. I believe this was a positive discussion. This was not a mm-hmm. attacking discussion. This no. is what we need to do as a country to move forward. Because at the end of the day, we care about everybody. We care about mental illness. We care about our children. And again, like I said, we don't need to get a mile at a time. Just take an inch at a time. That's it. Yes. So, absolutely. You had some awesome points. I love it. This couldn't have been better. And looking forward to uh, to Friday with you. I'm sure we'll have yeah. new news by Friday. Oh, we will. We will. <laughs> um, and I again always appreciate you, my friend. Uh, this is a topic that we'll obviously touch on again um, soon uh, because it, it's you know continues to develop. But at the same time, um, being able to let our audience listen to a little bit of what we're talking about, please chime in on, on rumble, on Twitter, on no filter network, on uh, any questions, anything you want to discuss, anything you've got. uh, We're happy to get back to you and talk to you, talk to you about it uh, and, and bring you into the discussion. uh, If, uh, if you guys have time. So alternative views. Thank you as always. All right, my man, I'll see you on Friday. This was awesome. Talk to you soon. Keep being great. You too.